0: Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while
1: we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey guys,
0: welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. Uh, What you don't know because I've edited it out is this is actually our second intro. Hey, welcome. You didn't even need to know that, but I felt compelled to tell you that. Yeah, well, we want to be
1: honest, you know. Yes, that's true.
0: Transparency through all things. Um,
1: talk about love um but but first uh uh i'm sorry <laughs> a word from our
0: sponsors yeah. we uh before we get yeah. into love there is one thing i want to say uh we are coming up on this will be a full year like this next month of podcasts we do it's actually a year and a month so this is we're finishing up with a year worth of podcasting with this episode and i just want to say yeah, exactly. Like, I'm the fact that we made it is a miracle. But secondly, this is our gift to you for Christmas. It's two yeah, days hey, before. You're welcome. This <laughs> is two days before. Uh, yeah. This is our gift for you. It is the gift that has given all year long to you. Um, and this is the part if we had a Patreon, I'd say, hey, continue to support us, but we don't because uh, I wouldn't pay for this. So. <laughs>
1: yeah well. hey, Again, welcome I don't though famous like that michael this, i don't think, know, think i can Feeling joy from the last
0: the last episode last
1: episode because okay joy is found in fame fortune and white picket fences
0: and accol- a- accolades that's finally got right. the word yeah. out there
1: the praises of man yes well here's here it is yeah that's not true at all no
0: so today we're going to talk about love a long time ago <laughs> so. we we are uh, we are going to talk about love it's the last one we've talked about hope found in jesus is coming we've talked about the peace found in jesus coming last week we talked about the joy found in jesus coming and today we're going to talk about um how jesus is coming brings uh I, I don't think i've worded that entirely correctly actually but uh, love love man yeah god is love bro yeah man uh, so how does jesus is coming make love a reality that seems like a redundant question i think but uh, for some people but for others it may not be maybe it's maybe it's not so redundant for them
1: yeah i mean i mean i think I, what my hope is uh here that this episode will just be like a a few minutes where like solid Christians can um rejoice with us um yeah. and and some of what we're talking about because it's not like this is going to be a a major you know like uh news flash to someone who's a believer yeah. um and has been.
0: What God loves me? <laughs> what? Oh
1: my goodness, you know but you know i mean but there is there is always that that um other side of things where you know we might have someone listening or multiple people listening who um maybe know on paper uh or um intellectually that okay god loves people or god so loved the world that he gave his only son i get it john three sixteen but there's also like this heart knowledge, right? There's this, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I can know something up here and not totally grasp it or believe it here, right? Yeah. With like in the moment. So, um, so for, for those of you who are, uh, celebrating Christmas and you're excited and it's amazing and it's a miracle if you're even listening to this, because you're probably with family and not uh, prioritizing this podcast on this day. But, uh, And then for for those of you who uh, maybe uh, need a little reminder or need um, to hear that sermon, right, that that Mm -hmm. God actually does um, love people, that um, uh, hopefully this will be um, an uplifting thing for you because um, the whole idea, the whole reason that we celebrate Christmas, right, Yes, the joy to the world, um, Emmanuel, right? And so I think here's the biggest thing Jesus said that, um, uh, that greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends, right? <clears throat> and what Jesus did was infinitely more than that, um, mm-hmm. because Jesus came to lay down his life for his enemies. Um, and and it's not the same as you or I laying down our life for our friends or even for our enemies. We're talking about God laying down His own life for people that He should have killed um, for His enemies. And so it it is it is so powerful the idea of Christmas in the first place. It's um, Paul said in Romans um, that uh, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? Like that's, that's the, the crux of the gospel message. Like that's the whole thing. And, um, so the message in my mind of Christmas is while we were sinners, Emmanuel, right? Like while we were sinners, God with us, like Jesus came and started this 33 year journey, um, uh, toward the cross, um, and then toward resurrection after that. And, uh, now he's seated at the right hand of the father and but this this whole thing christmas the whole thing is love it's god showing his love um for the, and that's what gives us hope that's the bottom line that gives us peace that's the bottom line that creates joy in us it, it's all
0: about god's love mm-hmm. <clears throat> well i think it, it, for me it's also summed up uh, all of those things but this this advent this coming right the coming. Um, the fact that we've already talked about it before, where like uh you know, we're his enemies, like you said, uh, and we have peace now through the fact that through the cross that he came, but the the fact that he that he came like that that's for me the crazy part, right like like he one, I think it's just off the table already like we didn't deserve it, but he still comes, but just even the coming part like what he does when he comes is like the this huge show of love because like we've already said like we deserve i mean if he's coming okay but why is he coming <laughs> like like why is he showing up um and i think just uh, for me when you were talking one of the things that demonstrates that for example i remember when my uh we're talking about like love being shown through you know him coming um i remember my 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 uh, grandpa passed away and uh, the church that we had been going to at the time was two hours. It was two hours away from where this funeral is going to take place. Cause that's where my grandpa lived. And I remember we were at the funeral and I was, you know, it was a little bit before it started. And then people from like my church, like a considerable amount of people from our church started like coming in through the doors. And I thought, okay, for the first couple, we were like, all right, all right we know them really well. They'll drive two hours because you know, we're friends. Uh, And then there was just these random people that you attend church with that you're not really good friends with that start coming in. You're going, you dedicated four hours of your day to come here, uh, to be here during this time that you know is difficult. And um, to, to, to connect that, what we see with God is him coming to his people, not some short distance, not some like just frivolous thing that, oh, well, I was already, I was already in the neighborhood. Like it was like, it was a deliberate act of him showing up um, and not to, you know, uh, just to lay the hammer down right away, but rather to open that door, like the, like the passage you read last time, right? He's come to bring peace um, to us that are far from him. And it's just that the scene, that, that act of love to come toward us. Um, and not only that, like what, what fathoms me still, and will probably fathom me, fathom me until we are in glory is like, why a bait? Like, why did you pick to be that process? Right. I mean, I've had two kids, neither one of them. Uh, well, obviously no baby can take care of themselves. Right. I have a 13 year old and a four year old at some point they still can't take care of themselves so it's you go like that's the process you picked, like to come to us was uh to come in the form of a, an infant that literally can't is helpless can do nothing um mm-hmm. and you chose to live a perfect life like you chose to live a life as, as you knew we were going to have to do it so you could lay down that example like 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 that that speaks volumes i think when we really look at it within this perspective it's not just hey god came hooray that's great it's like that was a deliberate process that he put himself through like he knew humanity like he knew us like it wasn't like he was again we talked about god not being surprised like he knew what was going to go down he was put deliberately putting himself in a position where he was helpless he would have to be taken care of. He was going to have to go through puberty. Like, come on. Like, I wouldn't have picked it. Like, <laughs> but he does. And yeah. all of that, again, to demonstrate, like, I think if we if we understand it, like, not, obviously the cross is just this immense show of love and grace and the, the you know, him raising him from the dead. It's this immense show of victory. Um, but oftentimes we forget about, know him coming as a babe him him literally living i mean he he lived his life um and that that whole thing is a show for us this this demonstration of love that i came to get you like i came for a purposely to get you um i think is it's it's so amazing that demonstration for us that when you think about it in perspective again the closest story I can think of off the top of my head is just people that I barely knew driving four hours round trip just to be there for 30 minutes. And you go, what kind of love is that? And then you go, that's nothing compared to what God did yeah, uh, for his people. I mean, that's a dot in a vast, you know, I mean, and he did that for you. And I think sometimes we forget that and Christmas is a perfect time to remember that. Right, two days before, guys. If you're listening to it when it when this happens to drop, right? Um, That's what we celebrate: is God coming for you, not some frivolous. Oh well, I was already here, so I might as well do something. But like deliberately to come get you. And He knew who you were. (laughs) Like it's not like He showed up thinking you were some like amazing Nobel Prize winning achiever. He, He knew all of your junk, and He still showed up yeah mind-blowing so
1: yeah i i I like that you brought that up because you know like i have an 11 year old boy and if he moved out and into an apartment right now he would die in a month (laughs) i i mean and that's just real like there he doesn't know anything when it comes like he's learning and he's Mm -hmm. you know for his age he's mature he's he's fine but there's this reality that even at 11 or 12 or 13 or 14 like that like the odds of you surviving, you know, on your own, and, and now back then, maybe at fourteen, it was a little, little better or whatever, yeah. because we were a little more mature, but because they didn't have Pokemon Go and things like that. But, um, yeah. but, but it, it nevertheless, like that, this idea that he was so helpless, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it did. Uh, if one of my favorite scriptures to lay out what you have just been kind of talking about this idea that god himself came um uh to to do all of this is in ephesians um or philippians sorry uh in philippians and in um chapter two of philippians uh, paul is kind of talking about christian humility and how we're supposed to mimic the humility of christ and he he talks about even though uh jesus was god even though he existed as god right and he um emptied himself it says by assuming the form of a servant uh taking on the likeness of humanity and when he had come as a, a and when he had come as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient not not just a, a human but an obedient human right and not just an obedient human but uh Uh, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So there are so many levels that Paul goes there. Like, not only is he God Almighty that has become a human, not only is he a human, but he's an obedient human, putting himself under other humans and under God. And not only is he obedient, but he's obedient so much so that he even will die on a cross that he doesn't deserve it. Um, and and not just death, but death on a cross. Paul even goes that step further. Like this is the most humiliating, ridiculous way to die. Painful, like in existence at the time. And um, it, and he like so. There are several levels there. Like he didn't just come down. If Jesus had come and been treated like royalty his entire life, and then uh inherited kingship because he was a descendant of david and was a ruler it still would have been infinitely humiliating to be god and come down and be a human but that's not what happened right like jesus came down and he was a person and he uh was obedient he was under other people he was uh obedient even so much so that he allowed himself to be uh killed on a cross the most humiliating ridiculous way to die and 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 i think the more that you understand about who who god is the bigger of a deal that becomes Mm -hmm. uh, that whole scenario because uh one of my favorite scriptures to go to for that is isaiah 6 right when isaiah sees this vision of, of the throne room of god right and um Uh, he he says uh, seraphim were standing above him they each had six wings with two they covered their faces two they covered their feet and with two they flew and one called to another holy 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 is the lord of armies his glory fills the whole earth the foundations of the doorways shook at the sound of their voices and the temple was filled with smoke like this is his picture the vision of god's throne room and his only response that could be mustered is woe is me for i am ruined right like this is the kind of horror that a sinful man who sees the anything god like the glory of god the throne room of god this is how big and amazing and powerful and almighty and righteous and perfect and holy this is a picture of god mm-hmm. and it was that god right that that became a man an obedient man a dead man a humiliated dead from a cross man um to show love to his enemies uh to make children of his enemies like there's literally no greater show of love in the past present or future of mankind ever period yeah
0: yep and it gives us a good uh litmus test like a bar right cuz you'll say all the time that I love my enemies so do you <laughs> do you yeah. uh because the love we see in the scriptures is God saying, okay, you're part of my family now. So you were against me and now you can eat from my fridge. So there you go. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And I think that's, I think uh, I've heard, I've had a lot of conversations. People are like, yeah, I love this person. Or uh, yeah, I, I've forgiven them. And um, obviously that's, it's, there's a lot you can go into there. That's important to talk about. But I think the, the overriding, like the kind of the, just the umbrella thing here is when we talk about God's love, perspective wise it's a good like do we understand it uh, and when we when we do we 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 begin to treat other people like we've been treated uh, by our heavenly father and this is a great time of year to really remember that is that like you know the time of of joy and gift giving and you know just togetherness all of that um to remember that um the reason we have any of those things like even the compulsion to do those things is because mm-hmm. the common grace that god's given us Uh, And then on top of that, for believers, the reason we have the ability to literally love our enemies as our friends uh, and our family uh, is because of what he's done for us. So hopefully you can rest in that, Christian, Um, because sometimes you don't. Sometimes you forget that. I mean, sometimes you forget that Uh, because sin will remind you often that you don't measure up. Um, But hopefully this season reminds you that you like it was never meant for you to measure up. Like he came to you and you know, you don't deserve it, (laughs) but he still showed up. You're sitting in the room going, I don't know what I'm going to do. And God drove hours on hours on hours on hours on hours to come get you. So, yeah. And, and it's not like, I love the, the text
1: that says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us Mm -hmm. because, it, get, it paints the actual picture, right? It's not even that we had sinned and messed everything up and now we're living a good life and mm-hmm. sitting back hoping, just hoping there's some sort of answer. It's like this picture, the picture is we're actively rebelling every day, all the time, we are sinning now against God. We're actively rebelling against him And while we're doing that, in the middle of us spitting in his face, God Almighty, in the middle of that, he does Christmas, right? In the middle of that, he comes, and then we have Christmas and Easter in the middle of us
0: hating I love that. That's a much better picture. That's that's not you just sitting in a room. That's you in there in a room, like, raving your head off, doing everything that you shouldn't. He's like, hey, I'm here to get you. And you're like, what? (laughs) Do you see what I'm doing? He's like, yeah, but I'm here to get you
1: yeah 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 and it 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 should if the more that we understand about the gospel the which which is the message that we've just been talking about that is mm-hmm. that's it that's the good news you know yep. and um the more that we understand uh the gospel, the more this should play out in our lives, like you were saying this is one of the things, and I know I go political a lot but but it's relevant right mm-hmm. now yeah the things that i don't know like look by the time people hear this or i mean i don't know what the election looks like or whatever um but well it's it's
0: anywhere between world peace and civil war like it's somewhere within that line
1: in between yeah yeah. um but but um one of the things that i've said from the pulpit when i think when we were in the sermon on the mount obviously Mm -hmm. and, and talking about um jesus saying to love your enemies right Uh, That the the scribes and Pharisees, the teachers will tell you, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. And that picture, um, to me, to make that relevant and uh, for us to actually... So if you're you're the Christian who wears this kind of stuff all the time, and you're just like, you patriot, American flag, can't believe these liberal... I mean, if that's Mm -hmm. you, right then would you give your life for Nancy Pelosi? Like not just say something nice and make sure you're praying for her. Would you actively take a bullet for her because you love your enemies, right? And if if you're on the other side of things, would you actively take a bullet for President Trump because you love your enemies, right? If, if that's not what's in your heart, then we're falling short. Mm-hmm. Uh, of what christ did for us and the example that he set and i'll be honest with you i don't think any of us are there oh no yeah
0: our (laughs) natural inclination automatically goes well yes but
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes but it would be good for america you know what i mean (laughs) yeah that's where we go and and we don't we don't typically think like christians when it comes to that kind of stuff we Mm -hmm. you know but that's that's literally what it means to love our enemies uh, so much. So, and he says, uh, greater, uh, or a new command I give you love, love one another as I've loved you. Right. Um, and, and if we're going to love uh, other people as he loved us, then that means all the way up to laying down our life mm-hmm. right, for other people and, and making sure that they see the love of Christ through our actions toward them. Yep. So big deal.
0: All right. So to end this, uh, I just want to go back to my hippie accent and be like, man, that's heavy, bro. That's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> right, my beard, guys. Is for that. Oh, it's true. We should have had you do that and get a Santa hat. Man, we're so bad. This is what we get for not planning. This is what we get. Oh, don't <laughs>
1: listen. Don't listen to this around your children. Santa's an idol.
0: We should have given them a much bigger window. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you for listening up to this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might have just
1: caused a huge fight right before Christmas. That's my bad, you know? Oh, wow.
0: Well, that all should right. have been a discussion far before that. So, um, guys, I would do want to thank you. This is the last episode of this year. Some of you have literally, and I can't believe it, but apparently it's happened, have went through almost all of these episodes with us. Uh, and I think that's crazy, and I can't believe it, but thank you. Uh, So we appreciate that this year, and uh, we'll continue uh, the same format next year. So in case you're afraid of change, don't worry. It'll be chaos and then some sort of message at the end. That's kind of our thing, apparently. We're we're
1: too churchy for change. Don't worry
0: about it. Oh, my gosh. That needs to be a shirt of some kind. I'm too churchy for change. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh i like it i like it a lot all right guys thank you for listening thank you for subscribing we'll talk to you literally next year That wow. joke <laughs> bye <laughs>